Hi, everybody. Just waiting a second. It's always so hard. Like, I have to work on my smile, my initial smile when I start a class, because that's going to be the cover of this IGTV. Thank you, everybody, for joining. Hi, Nicole. Um, okay. Oh, thank you. I'm going to talk about clothing tonight, so stay put. Hold on one second. She's commenting on my outfit. Um, hi, everybody. Thank you all for joining. I did read in like the one of the algorithms that like people will like click if you wear a brighter color. So I went like full on color tonight. Okay. People will watch the IGTV. Um, and anyway, tonight we're talking about clothing, so it's very appropriate to wear a bright color. Um, so thank you so much for joining. Um, it's my pleasure to learn with all of you. Just waiting. I see more people are joining. Okay, so what we're going to do tonight is actually the series finale of this series, Wake Up. We already tackled Moda Ani. We did Natiel Sidayim. We did Asher Yatsar, El Shama. And now, tonight, we're going to be doing Berchus HaShachar. Now, typically, um, before Berchus HaShachar, there is Berchus HaTorah, which I'm not going to get so into. I'm going to just touch the, you know, I'm just going to briefly touch on it, sorry, briefly touch on it so that we can move forward with Berchus HaShachar. But basically, the idea is that after El Kain Neshama, we will say Berchus HaTorah. Um, Berchus HaTorah is a bracha that we make on learning all the Torah, um, that we will for the rest of the day. And then immediately after we make the bracha of Berchus HaTorah, of learning Torah, we then will follow it by saying some Torah. So like just like when you make a bracha for food, you make a shahakal, you need to take a drink immediately, you make a bracha on lighting the Hanukkah candles, you immediately have to light the Hanukkah candles. Um, so too, when you say Berchus HaTorah, you need to go, you say Berchus HaTorah, and then you immediately have to learn some Torah. So we learn a little bit from the Mikra, we learn from the actual Torah, and then we learn from the Mishnah, um, and then we also continue with learning a little bit from the Gemara. So Berchus HaTorah is a bracha that we make for all the Torah that we're going to learn. And everybody who's here joining in tonight, um, we have a great crew. Um, hi, Sarah. Sarah just joined. Um, then we will obviously have to make those Berchus HaTorah because we're learning Torah. So we learn this, we say bracha for learning Torah, we learn some Torah, and then we move forward with the morning davening. So what we're going to do tonight is the Berchas HaShachar. Berchas HaShachar is a list of 15 brachos. We'll go through some of them that we make every single morning. Um, in my head, I don't know, comment if anybody else is like this, like in my head, like the night of Kal War, like you would stay up all night. And I remember saying like learning that if you stay up all night, you're not allowed to make brachos. So somebody has to make brachos for you. I don't know if anybody else ever experienced that. That was like a thing. Like you have to have somebody else say brachos for you. So what's Berchus HaShachar? Berchus HaShachar are those 15 brachos that we say. So according to different poskim, they actually say different things. And part of them, one of them actually says that, the Rambam says that these are part of the 100 brachos that we need to say. I'm sorry, I, prom I apologize. The Torah says that these are part of the 100 brachos that we need to make every single day. So there's this idea um, that you need to say 100 brachos a day. Um, this actually comes from Moshe Rabbeinu. Um, the, the, it says, ma, like, what is the avoda of the Bnei Yisrael? What are, what are the Jewish people supposed to be doing? And ma, the word ma, actually can be translated as mea, 
and Maya is 100. So it's saying, what are we supposed to do? What is our purpose here in this world? To be able to make these brachos of Hashem and make Hashem's presence known in this world. So everything that we do and everything that we're involved in is we're supposed to be recognizing that there's Hashem. So um, instead of saying, let's say, 100 shahakals a day, we spice it up a little bit and we make these different brachos a day. The Rambam actually says that we're supposed to make these brachos as we get to each part of this morning. So for example, when you wake up in the morning, the first thing you're supposed to say is um, the first bracha where you say, um, um, I'm sorry, I'm trying to read the comments over here. Sorry. I get a little distracted by the comments. Um, where the first bracha where we say that Hashem wakes us up with the rooster, the second we hear the rooster, we're supposed to make that bracha. Then we get out of bed and we put our feet on the floor and then we say, Thank you, Hashem, for making me the ground. Then we put our shoes on and we make a bracha on the shoes. Then we put our clothing on and we say, So basically what ends up happening is that as we go through the morning, we do it. So these are two different explanations. One, either that it's part of the hundred brachos of the day, or that's how we get, that's our morning routine and we're supposed to be infusing Hashem into it. There is actually another remez, another hint to these hundred brachos, and that is um, when they were building the Mishkan. And when they built the Mishkan, they used a hundred sockets, mea adonim, the sockets that they used to hold the walls. So they were like Lego pieces. Um, so they put Lego pieces down and then they put the walls into them. And obviously they were, you know, able to take them down and put them up again. But the frame of the... Mishkan was within these 100 sockets. So those sockets are the foundation for the Mishkan for Hashem to reside in. So too, when we make these brachos, when we say 100 brachos a day, those are the foundation for Hashem to rest himself in. So it's not a contradiction, these two, whether we're supposed to say it in the morning, like slowly, you know, as we're waking up, or if we say them like as a slew, we say, you know, all the 15 brachos together. Either way, it's about infusing Hashem into every single part of our lives. And if you think about it in general, all brachos are like that, right? Like the brachos that we say on lightning and the brachos that we say on thunder, everything is there for us to infuse Hashem into. So just like we brought Hashem into the Mishkan, we want to bring Hashem into our lives. So let's just go briefly through, um, the 15 brachos, and then I'm going to particularly go into the one of Mabal So of the, fir the first bracha happens to ring very um, dearly to my heart because my daughter's name is Bina. So the first of the 15 brachos is Hanosein Lasachvi Bina, Lameiden Yom Mundein Laila. So we can interpret it as the rooster knows how to determine the morning or that we, Hashem, gave us intelligence to be able to discern between day and night. Um, I happen to be blessed um, with the ability to nap. I know um, we all say, my siblings make fun of me and they say it's a bracha and I, I'm pretty sure I got it from my father. Um, I know he tunes in, so I'll just give him a shout out. So my father has this, I mean, he's an incredible person, but one of his incredible things that he's able to do is take a nap at any given moment. My brothers are all the same. Like, um, so growing up, I know this sounds very scary, um, we would be like driving on Ocean Parkway and there was a red light and my father would like literally close his eyes and be like, okay, wake me up when it's green. And like he would fall asleep, he would put the car into park and he would fall asleep at a red light and then we would wake him up. And he also, he has the ability to, you know, he was at work and he was able to work from home. Um, for me, I know you're listening to this. Um, he, he would work from home, he's a doctor, and he was downstairs and he would like if he didn't have a patient in the office or he would actually sometimes make his patients wait, he would go upstairs and he would take a nap and he would come back down five minutes later. So I have this incredible ability to be also, also to be able to take naps. 
um, which is great. And like, if I know I'm going out late at night, like I'll just go upstairs and take a nap. But like, sometimes you wake up and, sorry, <laughs> sorry, Sarah. Um, sometimes like I wake up from like those deep naps and like you have no idea if it's day or night, if it's Monday or Thursday, or if it's like the summer or the fall, like those deep, dark places. But somehow Hashem gives us the ability to discern between day and night. So even though you catch like a midday nap, Hashem still gives you the, the ability to be able to do that. So that's really like an, an incredible thing that Hashem gives us that intelligence. Um, the next bracha that we continue with is that Hashem didn't make us a slave. Hashem made us a Jew and we're able to... Um, we're able to do mitzvot and we're able to accomplish with our, you know, I'm saying our mitzvot are, are, are kind of like our, our points, you know, our credit card points to get us through this world. So Hashem gave us the, the ability to do mitzvot. Hashem gave me sight. Hashem gave me clothing. Hashem gave me the ability to stretch my muscles. If you're ever Charlie Horse and you feel that need to stretch your muscles, you're able to do that. Um, matara surim, um, straighten your back. Um, Hashem spreads the earth on the floor. Like God forbid if anybody's ever experienced a tsunami or, you know, uh, or serious flood or hurricane Sandy, you know what it's like to not be able to step on the floor. So that's the idea of Rokaha Aretz Alamayim. Um, Hashem provides me with all I need, um, which is specifically is shoes. So I'm always like, I hope like this is okay. Like, you know, those people who have like racks and racks of shoes, Hashem has provided me with all my needs, which is specifically shoes. Um, he creates me with intricate bones and muscles. He gives me the ability to control my Yitzhahara, overcome my Yitzhahara. He crowns us with glory. Sorry, I'm just like going through all the, the 15 brachos. Um, he gives the weak strength. And the last one is that he removes the traces of sleepiness. Um, my father's neighbor deserves a shout out also. Yes, he does. Um, okay, so these are the 15 brachos. These are brachos hashachar. Um, and what we're going to discuss specifically tonight is this concept of Malbush Arumim. So this is the bracha that we thank Hashem for giving us clothing. So clothing can seem like such a materialistic um, part of you. Like, you know, we like to say that like we're part of a body and a soul kind of shama. Right, I have this beautiful soul, but then like we talk about our body also, right, in Nashar Yatar. So we know we have a body and we know we have a soul. But when we think clothing, we think clothing is very specifically for our body. But what if I told you that Hashem also gave us clothing for our neshama? So clothing, um, I always, like, I feel like this might be a little like therapy for me. Um, now that some people are watching and commenting. So like when it comes to clothing and shopping, like I am very aware that I'm a shopaholic. I, I know this because um, I was recently telling my sister-in-law this, like this is when you know it's real. Like when you prefer to shop in a store, even though I still love online shopping, online shopping is great also. Um, but when if you per, like if you shop in a store um, and then you like could like touch the things, you could feel the things, you could smell the leather of the shoes, you like rub your hands like down, you know? Nail shopping with masks is not so much fun, but um, real actual shopping, like pre-corona days, like in the mall, um, that's, that's like, you know, you really love to shop. But then also like I put the clothing, <laughs> this is my little secret, so if any girls wanna know, I put the clothing in like Trader Joe's bags and then walk into my house like that so that 
my husband doesn't know or nobody knows, you know, what's going on and where that clothing's coming from. And then you can slowly bring it to the house. Sometimes I'll like leave stuff in the trunk. Um, but sometimes I, sometimes I like bring it in with the treasures bags and then head up to my room and then I put it in my closet. And then when I put it on, like my husband or like my kids are like, oh, is that new? And I'm like, oh no, this is like old. Like, you know, so I know that there's a real problem, but if anybody needs help in that department, you could DM me, private message me. Um, I'll get you through it. Um, so basically clothing is not just for the body. Clothing is also for the soul. So what does it mean clothing for our soul? Hashem actually gives us clothing for our soul and he repairs it every single morning so when we think about it you think like I said you think it's materialistic you what's my favorite store to shop in any store I, I like shopping in anything <laughs> clothing jewelry food whatever it is um, okay so the clothing of your neshama is what is going to bring out the potential of your neshama so Hashem sends you down here into this world with a neshama Okay, and the clothing that he gives you is what is going to bring out the potential. So think of it, for example, as somebody who is very musically talented, right? They have this, uh, like an ear for music, they're able to play music, um, they, they can hear something and they automatically could play it, they can sing harmony, not something that I was ever so great at, but they have this musical ability. If they don't have the potential to bring that out, then it's kind of just sitting there dormant. So what Hashem does is Hashem gives you the clothing for your neshama to be able to bring out the potential. So for example, it would be, let's say, music lessons or piano lessons or the ability to be able to read notes or somebody who can teach it to you or give you instruments or put you in, in a school that has like, you know, um, productions and you could be part of the play. So the clothing for your neshama is what is to bring out the potential there. So too, let's say like with, with intelligence, right? Hashem can give you intelligence and you can be a very capable person, right? You, you, you're, you're very smart, but you're put into an environment where you don't have access to books. You don't have access to education. Um, you know, there are people who grow up like in some people, places out West where they don't send their children to school. I read on educated, if anybody wants to read educated, I think it's called, um, where they don't go to school, right? So they don't have the ability to bring out their intelligence that's a shame. That's not having the clothing for their neshama. So the clothing for the neshama is what is going to bring out the potential inside of who you really are. Now, as parents, um, thank God, you know, we're, we're given children, right? And we're, we're given, they come down and we don't, we don't get to choose that neshama. But they don't, we don't decide, Hashem decides whether it's going to be a big neshama, a small neshama, a difficult one, you know. We don't know. But we do know, and, what, and this is what we learned from Hashem, is that we have the ability to create that environment for our child to become who they really are meant to be. If we give our child the needs that they are, you know, expressing, and if we give to them, obviously we have to give it, you know, in the right place, in the right time, and not too much, and not overbearing. But if we do that, then we are able to, we allow them to bring out their potential. So whether it's a talent, whether it's midos, we have to be there for them. So, so too, Hashem, obviously we're following what Hashem does. Hashem brings us down to this world and Hashem is Mabash Arumim. Hashem doesn't just give us actual clothing and the ability to go shop, but Hashem gives us the, the kalim to be able to bring in our potential. And that means Hashem puts us in the right environment. Hashem puts us in front of the right people to be able to make connections, to be able to be who you are, to be the best person that you are. Hashem creates this 
environment for you. He creates it for you and it's it's hand tailored just for you. So when we say Mama Sharumen, we're not just saying, oh, thank you so much for giving me this clothing. This is from Target. It was a hair by pen swipe up. It's great. Um, I love it. Um, but not just that actual clothing. He gives us the clothing for our neshama and the place for us to be able to to use the, the space for us to be able to use our potential for the best. So just like our children, and we can provide them with music lessons and with books, whatever, Hashem is giving us the kalim to be able to do that. Um, and honestly, you know, we all make mistakes. At some point down the road, we all make mistakes. We damage our clothing. But every single day when we say Ma'am Hashem is giving us the ability to fix us, to fix our clothing, to repair that level of neshama. You know, your neshama... Um, your clothing really expresses you, right? Like if you think about it, like uh, uniforms, right? Like police officers and firemen, right? They all wear uniforms um, and they wear those uniforms to identify who they are, right? So your clothing defines who you are. Your you're, you see a, a policeman walking down the street, you see him in his uniform, you know, okay, this is authority. He's going to you know, protect me. He's going to save me. He's going to give me a speeding ticket, but you know who he is based on his clothing. So too, with our clothing for our neshama, everything, we know that our clothing that goes onto neshama really defines who we are. So if we do make mistakes, um, we ask Hashem to, you know, repair it. And every single morning when we say, that's what we should be thinking. Um, so thank you all for joining um, for this series. It's been incredible. Um, I've definitely myself been very much affected. My davening has been very much affected and changed. And I hope that you all feel the same. Um, I, I, I feel especially responsible, like when I say Moda'ani, when I wash my hands, and when I'm saying Ashayatar and all kind of Shama, and now the Brachos, I feel that I've been able to infuse much more meaning to it, and I hope that you guys are also able to. So if anybody has any questions, I'll wait here a minute if you want to do that. Um, I know somebody is very much asking me to donate. Um, Maybe thank you, Hashem can do that. Um, that's great. Um, and yes, I hope to continue teaching. Thank you, Nicole, for always tuning in. By the way, I do have to give a shout out to Nicole Berger because the first time I ever did learn this was with her. Um, she is my Robinson too. Um, I am definitely going to be giving a class um, coming up before Hanukkah. And I think a lot of people have been asking about Holy Woman, and I'm thinking of doing another series, Holy Woman 2. Maybe, um, yes, Mommy071670. Um, maybe doing um, another series on other matriarchs, on the Mahos, maybe on, on like Rachel, Leah, um, and other great women. So thank you so much. Thank you, Sarah. Um, my name is Peggy Bloomstein. Um, my father, who I mentioned, was Dr. Blobstein. Um, yes, and he's, a, he's, he's, he's more than just a good napper. <laughs> um, okay, yes, you want more women? We'll definitely do that. Hello, Aaron. Um, yes, my classes are online. If you want to review them, they're all saved to IGTV on Thank You, Hashem. Um, okay, let me see if there's any other questions. Um... Okay. So thank you so much. Um, it was so great seeing you and um, stay tuned. I guess we'll do a Hanukkah class next. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you, meaningful people. Is he a skin doctor? Yes. He's the dermatologist from Brooklyn. Thank you, Hashem. Take care.